Welcome back to the Completely Pointless Podcast. This is episode 12. My name is Jeremy, and as normal, I am joined by... Nick. And I'm Brandon. So, a lot has happened this week. Uh, You guys may or may not have seen any of it, but I have a very important question for you guys that I cannot get an answer to, but I think you guys can answer me. Okay? Okay. So, the question is, what the fuck flavor is juicy fruit? Okay? What flavor is it? Fucking tell me. I want to say, well... Fucking tell me. (laughs) Right now. It's juicy fruit But it's not... (laughs) It's not fruit. No, No, it's it's not not fruit. It's absolutely not fruit. It's It's just... They took the flavor of juicy, and that's what you get. <laughs> that is what juicy I, tastes like. I think it's like, uh, it's supposed to be like banana fruit punch. I think, but it's so not though. <laughs> like when I think of juicy fruit, I, 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 I have I know the very distinct flavor of it. All right, it's a very distinct yeah. flavor. But yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. It's not a fruit, and it bothers me that they call it a fruit. It doesn't taste <laughs> anything like fruits either. Exactly. No, it really doesn't. Yet they still call it juicy fruit. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's the flip side of that coin, Jeremy. Yes. What flavor is Big Red? Uh, Diarrhea, I believe, was the official um, flavor <laughs> of that one. Y'all know uh, Dr. Pepper's flavor is meant to taste like the smell of a soda fountain? What the fuck? It's interesting. Or is it that soda fountains now just taste like Dr. Pepper? <laughs> no, the whole, the original, the original inventor of uh, Dr. Pepper was trying to get a flavor that tasted like the smell of a soda fountain. Interesting. So I know there's like... Cherry. I know there's like... Like twenty something different flavors in in Dr Pepper, yeah, something like that. And so, but isn't like one of the bigger ones like black licorice or something? Uh, I I don't know. I know one of them's prune. Yeah, that's what makes you. Have I don't know prune. that I've ever had a prune. Just it makes you just have a dry plum. plum. It's, it's like fucking raisin. Okay. It's fibrous as fuck, dude. Oh yeah, as fuck. <laughs> it's it's basically just a giant raisin. That's a prune. I don't know. I just wanted to get y'all's opinion on juicy fruit because I bought some the other day. I haven't had it in forever, and then I was chewing it, and I was like, "This is it's it it tastes like juicy fruit, but it doesn't taste like anything else, and it bothers me." Yeah, it's it's juicy fruit flavored. It's dumb. I hate it. That's all it needs to be. I hate it. <laughs> but Ooh, I just got I got this new. Well, new to me. Um, Shiner is has a seasonal beer out right now called Candied Pecan, and it's actually oh, that one's really lit, good. Dude. Yeah, really have you ever good. had their their Dewberry? Um, the Dewberry something, but it is delicious. I've only ever seen it once, but it was so good. Do they have like a sea salt and lime one now? Yeah, that one's really good too. They have so many beers. Beers are great. Brandon, yeah, why do you hate beers? Why do you hate beers? I'm really curious. They just taste gross. 
yeah, I mean, I don't like the taste of them, and I can take two sips out of one and have heartburn so bad that I want to throw up. Yeah, you get heartburn. <laughs> How do you get heart? Uh, I wonder. I wonder why you get heartburn. Not, you know, I'm I, not going to ask you why. You get I didn't know why I get heartburn, but yeah, no, that's and that's honestly why I don't drink a lot. Is most alcohol gives me heartburn, and it's like not like oh, I can deal with this. It's a, it's like this is going to make me throw up. That level of heartburn. Uh. The That's only thing that doesn't, super weirdly, is Jaeger and mojitos. That's probably That's the like mint Jaeger. and the mojitos. Yeah. And doesn't isn't and licorice also soda. supposed to be good for you? Like good for your for your gut? Probably, I don't know. But that's the two things that I can actually like drink, drink. Or them super tasty fruity drinks. See, the problem is that you just have to drink the rest of them more so that you get used to them. Or just not. <laughs> if you're not going to be an alcoholic, then what's the point of life, Brandon? You know? I have a functioning liver. <laughs> Livers are overrated, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Who has a liver these days? Yeah, only Me? plebs Not have Jeremy. livers. I have a liver. It's it's working its butt off, all right? It's going hard in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but the real question I wanted to ask you guys, um, how, how do y'all feel about the whole Oscars debacle? Will Smith and uh, Chris Rock. Uh... I'm super annoyed by all of it because I like, cool. He did it. I don't have to see it 87 times in all of my timelines. Yeah. I know. I've seen it. I didn't even, so this is one of the takes I've been getting a lot is, and I'm part of it is I didn't even know the Oscars were happening. I didn't even know it was still a thing. I I thought it was canceled or some shit. Yeah. And then I saw that shit and I was like, Oh, what the fuck? I gotta go. Now I gotta go watch this clip and hate it, but you know, it's something. Yeah, but like, I can't get on TikTok without seeing at least three or four things about it within a 10 minute span. Yeah. It's so dumb. So stupid. But it's also one of those things where I do not follow celebrities. Mm hmm at like at all so why the fuck do i care <laughs> yeah fair enough i mean well so from what y'all understand about it do you believe either of them were in the right or in the wrong oh yeah i think fucking all... will smith was in the wrong of course but okay Brandon. all i know about it is will smith slapped him and then said, keep your wife's name out of my motherfucking mouth. I don't know any context to it. Okay, well, I, I do. I literally only know. I do too. Yeah, I've the seen the slap. whole thing. Yeah, so basically what happened was, you know, they, they always have a host at the Oscars. In this case, they had multiple hosts, I believe. But they just do basically stand up in between all the announcements because, you know, they have to make, instead of a, like a graduation and naming off every person, they have to make it a full-length thing. And uh, so Chris Rock was doing a whole thing, and then he made a G.I. Jane joke about... So, like, G.I. Jane, the 
protagonist in the movie your show one of the other has a shaved head okay will smith's wife has a shaved head but will smith's wife have a shape blah 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 will smith's wife that's hard to say has a shaved head just gonna call her jada because that's her name um has a shaved head because she has alopecia which is a skin disease something no, like it's something that makes you lose your hair yeah it makes you lose your hair and all this stuff but so he made a joke about you know she should have been in gi jane because she's already got the shaved head or something like that i don't even know well, what he the said gi jane he said uh jada can't wait to see gi jane too yeah essentially is what he said yeah and so will there's like a whole uh, like recording of it because they've got cameras all over the goddamn place of he laughs initially and then he looks over at jada who is not laughing and then he just gets up, walks up on stage, and just slaps the shit out of him, and then goes and sits back down. And so it like, I mean, I I understand his thought process, I guess, right? Because he was defending his wife, more or less. But and eh, not on, not on public TV. Come on, man. <laughs> also, don't Will Smith and Jada like have a super bad relationship? Um. Oh, yeah. The only thing I know about their relationship is that she cheated on him once. That's all I know for sure. But... <laughs> so that's where that came from. Yeah. That's who that well, is. <laughs> so I did see one meme that I did laugh at. It was like, uh, Will Smith, when his name's in somebody's mouth and it shows like the slap, and then it shows, it says, Will Smith, when. Uh, Someone is somebody's in, in Jada's mouth. Yeah. And it's just like the guy with the smug face and then uh Will Smith like crying. <laughs> <laughs> like ah Yeah, so I mean that was a whole thing, but I don't know, just I don't think violence would ever really solve anything in this situation. So like why I, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me that he would get up and be like, Alright, I'm gonna slap him and that's gonna solve this problem right now. Well, it's uh, definitely a fucking publicity thing. That's what I was gonna say. Like, I don't, I don't think it was ever out of sheer like, oh, you should piss me off, so I'm gonna fucking slap him. I'm gonna, like, gonna make this whole thing and I'm gonna slap. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's really bad publicity. <laughs> like, really bad publicity. Because <laughs> I've only ever seen people just shitting on Will Smith about it. I mean, it worked well for Chris Rock because his stand-up, like, the next day or the next week or something, uh, sold out and all the tickets were, like, ten times the price they were before all this happened. Jesus fuck. Yeah, like, tickets that were going for, like, ten dollars or something ended up going for, like, a thousand. So it worked out really well for him. But, I don't know, it just... It did... Well, so you also... Later in the night at the Oscars... Um, Will Smith won the Best Actor Award. Or was it Best Actor? Yeah, something, something like that. Best that. Actor. And so he got back up on stage after this had all happened to give his acceptance speech. And he's just, like, crying the whole time, saying how, like, you know, his life is hard or something. And the whole situation just is bad. <laughs> Doesn't make yeah. sense. I don't know. I'm just kind of annoyed of all of it. Like, I don't give a shit that much, so I don't want to see 
it all the fucking time. Yeah, that's fair. And Same. that's that's like one of the one of those takes I was seeing was that um, nobody would have ever even heard the joke. No one would have known that joke had ha- had even taken place if he hadn't gotten up and slapped him. Because like, cause nobody knew the Oscars was even going on. Nobody was listening yeah. to his stand-up except for the people in the crowd. And so it could have just been like, ha ha ha, whatever, keep going. And it never would have been brought back up. But now that he got up and slapped him, now everybody knows the joke and everybody knows what was going on. Whereas before, I didn't even know Jada had alopecia. I just thought she had a shaved head, you know? That's, people do that sometimes. I don't fucking know. So, like... You know, so it's like, that wasn't even that bad of a joke. Like, he could have gone... He could have said yeah, could so have gone much worse. Much worse. I think a lot of it also kind of depends on if he knew that she had alopecia. Because I think it came out right after that he didn't know. He just thought she had a shaved head. And so then, like, just making fun of someone because they shaved their head, I feel like that's fair. Right, Nick? Yeah. I mean, it's a lot less, uh, you know, it's a lot less rude just making fun of somebody for their hairstyle choice. Yeah. Rather than making making fun fun of of them for a disease that they can't have no control over. Yeah, right. But there's also, like, a whole, people, a lot of people who have alopecia are saying that she doesn't have alopecia. Because she had a full head of hair, it was just a buzz cut. And alopecia makes it to where it's like you don't yeah, grow like, any hair, you don't grow eyebrows, like. Well, but she yeah. could be in like the plot the, thickens. She, she could be in like the I, early stages of it, you know, where it's starting anything, to fall out. Like, I don't know anything about alopecia. Though, yeah, so, same. I mean, I'm just saying what other people have said. Yeah, uh, well, that's really that's one of those is, even if she does or doesn't, you know, does it really? matter either way <laughs> well if her husband smacked a guy for making fun of a disease that she doesn't even have making fun of her like for her hair for yeah, having that's... a disease that she doesn't even have like she caused a whole ass situation that could have been completely avoided yeah i mean yeah still will smith's a grown-ass fucking man and should make be able to make his own yeah, decisions own but decision. yeah, I, yeah. I, I still think it's a publicity stunt though because the Oscars fucking suck every year and have been getting worse, and yeah. boom, Oscars are huge again. <laughs> Everybody just paying attention to it. Introduce <laughs> violence. Make it a Who reality the fuck show. Watches the Oscars. Nobody. Nobody. No it's one except the, the rich fucking... people that go there. <laughs> yeah, it's just so they can jerk themselves off. Yeah, pretty Give much. Themselves an excuse yeah, to yeah. fucking spend money. Because they make so much money. I mean, what else are you going to spend your money on? Except for uh, some ridiculous, extravagant rewards uh, show for yourself. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just the whole... Like, even the... Like, the Emmys and all those... What are the other ones? There's so many. I don't even know the fucking... Grammys. Grammys. Those are music, right? Still. Yeah, but still. Yeah, still. But, like, because I always thought those were weird like why have just a huge huge award ceremony for these people they are they've already made their billions why do we care <laughs> i have no idea but, I think but the just... thing is people fucking care yeah like there are a lot of people who do care a lot of people just like base their life around fucking movie stars and it's mm-hmm. fucking wild to me because yep. I'm just like, why give a fuck? 
Like, yeah, I enjoy movies. I enjoy TV shows. I don't give a fuck what's going on in their personal life. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess that's fair, but it's, I mean, it's, you could say that, but I find, I do, I kind of do the same thing with video games, right? Like, I, I usually don't watch any of the award shows, but I'll, after the fact, look like an overview of the award shows to be like, oh, yeah, that game was great. It deserved those awards. But then I, when it comes to movies, I guess just because I'm less involved in the in the atmosphere of it, I'm like, so dumb. Like, why do they why do they award movies? They should give all well, their awards to video games. But video games are different, right? Because they're an interactive experience. They're you're not like super focused on the drama of Will Smith and Chris Rock. You're like, this is a really good video game. Or this video game is really good, but I know during the development they had some blah 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 blah. Yeah. Video games are a different thing because you see like these big name movie stars and if they're in a movie, you know that movie because of them. Not because of the probably five, six hundred people that went into making that movie, you think of that movie for that movie star. Yeah, for the face of it. So it's, a, it's a different thing. Yeah. But... Well, I mean, because even, like, um, movie video games, where I'm not saying, like, you know, the, all the lame adaptations they make of movies into video games. I'm saying, like, the um, Until Dawn and... Uh, what's the other one? I can't remember. Uh, but the the ones where they basically just mocap actors, mm-hmm. and so instead of playing the game, you're really just watching these actors take place in the game. So it's more of a movie than a video game. I can't. Those always take me out of it so much because I don't see the characters. I just see the actors. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, I get that too. But it's one of the, it, but it's still different. Yeah. Uh, I just think that if this, if that whole thing was a publicity stunt, it was very poorly done. Like none of it, it didn't flow well enough to be staged. If that makes sense. Like, cause usually state when things are staged, they they have a very like obvious sense of being planned. Like you can tell what's coming up next, you can tell what that person's doing in this second. But then when it's real, it never flows right. Like it, there's weird pauses, there's weird things that happen between people. Like the Will Smith laughing and then looking at his wife and then doing it. Like, you could see the, the emotion change in it instead of him after it just all the whole time being like, bad joke! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, but you could also argue the, like, they would say, oh, you're going to laugh at this and she's going to keep a straight face and you're going to look at her and be like, oh, shit. And then you're going to get up actors. and go slap him. 
Yeah, but and Will Smith is a better actor than that. Actor. But that's the thing. Will Smith is a better actor than that. So <laughs> that was a very poorly acted scene if he was acting. <laughs> <laughs> so either it's staged and he's a terrible actor, or it wasn't staged and then maybe he's also a human. I don't know. It was hella awkward after it happened, though, because like when after Chris got slapped, yeah, he just just like I don't. He even said the wrong line right after it happened. Too. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you do in that situation? <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not saying I would do any better. Yeah. He took it like a fucking champ. He too. did. He, like the second he got slapped, he was like, "Oh wow, I just or Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me." <laughs> he just smacked the shit out of me. Right. <laughs> Man, no, that's one of those moments of, like, cringe, where I, I watched it that first time, and the whole time I was like, uh, no, uh-uh, no, no, and I just, like, my whole body's, like, tensed up, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> I hate it. Yeah. And that was kind of my take, too, is like, okay, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I just watched it, and I was like, I I was like okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. like for I you, wasn't I, guess. I wasn't like shook, you know. I yeah, see yeah. It, seen it coming. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was. I mean, I guess I had the context context of it from the beginning. That like I saw the title on Reddit of Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. So when he was getting <laughs> up, I was like, okay, he's going to slap him. But it, I, it would have been very interesting to see that unfold without the knowledge that he was going up there to slap him. Like, if you're yeah. just sitting there and then, you know, he starts getting up and you're like, oh, they're about to do a bit or something. You're about to make a joke. And then just, ha-ha! <laughs> Bad Brandon. <laughs> but kind of on a related topic of award events, um, I was thinking about it the other day. I don't know why I was thinking about it. But if I, I find it very strange the importance that people put on special events, not like award ceremonies, but like birthdays and graduations and anniversaries, like all these things that a lot of people deem very important, but I, it doesn't make sense to me. So like, are you guys big birthday people? Like, do y'all celebrate your birthdays big-ish every year? Uh, not me personally. I I have one buddy who does. Yeah, not every no, year, I, usually. I really don't. I mean, we'll do something small at the house or something like that. But it's never like I'm throwing a birthday bash and inviting 300 people that I don't fucking know. And invite the <laughs> whole town, all my yeah. friends, which is no one, but. Because I, <laughs> growing up as a kid, my parents were very big about birthdays. Mm-hmm. Like, we would rent out, like, our our church had a big, like, building we called the warehouse, which is just a big sheet metal building that we would always have, like, basketball goals and soccer and all this garbage in it. And we would always rent that out, quote-unquote, and then just, like, basically spend an entire day there with all my friends and play games and watch movies and cook burgers and stuff. But now I despise birthdays. And if anyone asks me if it's my birthday, I tell them no. And then like 
a week later, they're like, hey, isn't your birthday this month? And I'm like, yeah, no, it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> because my one of my roommates is huge on birthdays. He's, he's the person that uh, he doesn't believe in a birthday. It's a birth month. So the entire month is his special month. And yeah, I know. <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And so he, um, which, you know, I'm fine with that. Like if you want to, you want to party, you want to do something special, you do you. But then when it comes around to my birthday, he's like, oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do for your birthday? We should do something. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. If you just don't mention it, that's a good birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also I mean, a part of me, it. Like we would go out to eat or yeah. that's about it. Yeah. Well, I guess it also kind of stems from the fact that I just don't like big gatherings. Yeah. So like yeah. I would much rather have a party quote unquote of me and three other people just eating and then like playing eating, hanging out yeah eating like, and yeah. then playing overcooked at night like <laughs> yeah. i did on my last birthday uh guilt my roommates into playing a board game with me because i love board <laughs> games but they don't ever want to play board games with me and so i was like they were like what do you want to do for your birthday and i was like oh i just got this new board game we could play that and you could tell they were both like wasn't it, was it i there no, you you came over and played the Dark Souls board game with me a couple of times, which yeah. is a great game. I highly recommend it. But no, it was it was a different one. I don't think you were there for it, but it was funny because you could tell they both of them didn't want to, but they didn't want to say no because it was my yeah. birthday, and so I was like, "Yeah, we've got to play a board game. Y'all are gonna fucking like it." So. <laughs> <laughs> but even like, but even. Not just birthdays. So, like, what I was thinking, and other ones I was thinking of were, like, graduations, or, which, I mean, you know, graduation I kind of get, because they only happen you know, once or twice a year, if you, or a year, once or twice in your lifetime. So, I get that, I get that's an important momentous occasion, but I freaking hate graduations, they're the most boring thing ever. Um, But, like, anniversaries. So, I guess... Brandon probably has the most uh, experience with anniversaries because, you know, the rest of us are single Pringles. Um, <laughs> but so do you do big anniversary things? Do you get in trouble when you forget them? Because I guarantee you forget you forget them every time. <laughs> I definitely do. <laughs> um, no, I mean... I don't ever do anything like big or extravagant. Like, yeah. I'll buy her flowers and I'll take her to dinner. That's usually the extent of it, or I'll cook her dinner or whatever. But it's never like, oh, I'm doing like, we're going to go do this and this and this and this, and then we're going to have all these people over and this and this. Like, no. Yeah. Don't want to do nothing big. Just a big. Well, I feel like it'd be really weird. To invite people over for your anniversary. <laughs> That'd be yeah. kind of a weird party. You're like, hey, you want to come over? We're going to well, celebrate I mean, the first time we people fucked. do. Do they? Yeah. Is that a thing people do? I mean, yeah. I guess, so like, I guess my grandparents did that for their 50th anniversary. Like, that's a pretty big thing, but... <laughs> 
Like yeah. If- <laughs> and, and I can understand like momentous like every ten years or whatever. But like Some big ones. But what's the point yeah. of every single year? It's dumb. <laughs> anyway, so oh, I don't know why yeah. I'm single. <laughs> 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 but even say this, I don't but no, like I, I can understand like kids' birthdays because yeah, that's more for the parents than the kids. Sometimes. Not even that. Not even that. I mean, like little kids, yeah, it's for the parents. Like we're throwing we're gonna have my kids second birthday in June. She's already planning it and this and that and so long. It, it's no. not even going to be like other kids and stuff. It's just going to be my family. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you're but, two, you don't really have friends. Pfft. Yeah, yeah. So it's... But she's throwing this one bigger because we didn't get to throw his last birthday any decent size because of fucking COVID. Because of the vid. Yeah, COVID kind of made that a pain. But I... I can promise that I'm not the kind of person because y'all know me and I'm fucking grumpy and shit, (laughs) but she's the kind of person that every year we will have a big party for the kids. Yeah. I already know she's, that's going to be something she wants to do. So I'm going to accept it and whatever. Like, yeah, as long as there's beer, (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll stand by the grill and bullshit. And that's about it. I mean, hey, as long as you're there, Brandon. Yeah. Well, and so I also, that kind of brings up a valid point, is that I feel like birthdays definitely have a, what's the opposite of an exponential? We'll just say an exponential growth in boredom or in lack of importance. Because, you, well, you know. It's just a negative exponential growth. Yeah, because like years zero through ten are pretty important because it's the first ten years of someone's life. And then yeah. like. 15 because you know that's a good middle ground and then 20 because you're in the 20s and not even 15 for like american culture that'd be it'd be 16 yeah for like driver's license and all that shit get your driver's license you fucking you get some more freedom so that's usually a bigger party than 15 but like in mexican culture 15 is their big celebration because quinceaneras stuff like that yeah but 15 is their big celebration, whereas 16 is more of the American, American thing. celebrated age because that's when we get driver's license. That's when we get a little more freedom. 18 is usually a big one for some reason. Because that means you can fuck. Yeah. At least oh, legally. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, and then 21's always a really big one because you can you go can drink. to a bar and drink. Well, even though, just like with the fucking people, still do that before, but you know they're not supposed well, to. We don't nah. condone it. <laughs> yeah, but but then you have like the next big ones are like forty, fifty, and sixty. Right, all the tens. Yeah. Yeah, because after but you like hit twenty-one, 30, but like thirty isn't even a big deal. Yeah, I guess, yeah. No, because you live so like, long. I, yeah. 20, 25 is because you get an insurance. Or an insurance yeah, you're break. all on your own. Oh, yeah, you true. And you've lived through a quarter of your life. 
Yeah, so very momentous occasion. Uh, talking like forty percent of my life. <laughs> I was like, ah, um, but <laughs> but I I also like so even another one that I was thinking about, kind of related to all the other topics, was funerals. I've I, I've been to multiple funerals, never for anyone, any of my direct family. So I guess I haven't, uh, you know, haven't. I've been lucky enough to not really have a huge impact for a, for a funeral. Mm-hmm. But if when I think about my own funeral, and I know it's just the it's the classic. Well, that's not for you. It's for the other people. Screw the other people. Just shoot me into space. That's all I fucking need. That's all I want. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, Burn I think, me up, make me in ashes, and shoot me into the sun. I want... I think I might have told Brandon or just about this before. full body, just shoot yeah, me into the sun. Is I want the rocket scientists to find a planet somewhere in the universe that they think has life on it, and then find <laughs> a way to preserve my body... And launch it at the planet so that at some point, you know, in a thousand or million years or whatever, if there is life on this planet, um, my body will just come raining from the sky. And so then, you know, that's fucking awesome as it is. But then I get to be first contact with an alien species, even though I'm dead. (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome? Like, How much would it freak some fucking alien out? It's just a human body just come flat. <laughs> That's the thing is it would it would be like a billion dollar project because they would have to make it so my body body stays preserved, doesn't burn up in atmosphere, re-entering atmosphere, lands so it doesn't just obliterate on impact. Like it's gonna be a whole thing, but you know, it's for science. Yeah. So like I think it's worth it. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd be down. I'm, I'd also be down for. I don't want to be buried. I want to be cremated, but I want to be cremated by the sun. Ooh, that would be <laughs> launch, fun. Yeah, launch me into launch the, me sun. the sun. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, or a black hole. Shoot me into a black oh, hole. That'd be cool that'd as be fuck. Cool as fuck. Yeah. So, so here's here's a good question too. Since we got onto this topic. Do y'all want to go to space? Yes. Not I super want to go to space. Even if it kills me, I'm down. Let's fucking go. Like, they could be, they could say, hey, we're going to send you to space right now. There's a 95% chance it will kill you, like, after an hour of being in space. And I'd be like, let's fucking go, all right? Bye, Mom. <laughs> 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 well, because they were... uh. You know, there was a whole thing going around that they were trying to recruit people for the the Mars mission, or yeah. to like send people to colonize Mars. And I was like, I go colonize Mars. I'd be, I'd be, a, I worked on a farm. I could farm some potatoes or something. I'd be Matt Damon. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, I don't have any good yeah. qualifications. To... You, you'd be, you'd be Fat Damon. I'd be Fat Damon. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You hurt my feelings, but you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, I just think it would be super cool to go to fucking space. Oh, absolutely. And I'm not talking billionaire space race where they touched the Carmen line and they say they went to space. I'm no. talking like, in orbit. go to space, orbit the Earth, like, at least three times. 
then you can say you've gone to space. Hell yeah. I would I would 100% do it. I, I super want to go to space. I think I think it'd be cool as fuck. And I, yeah, it, it just because it'd be cool as fuck. Nicholas, I don't think I heard your input, but do you want to go to space with us? I think space would be kind of neat, but I mean... You sound enthusiastic enough. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I don't like people. So yeah, so like, being in a confined space with them would but, be yeah, a bit rough. But, but what if us three could go to space together? Honestly, oh, I well. still think I'd get kind of tired, <laughs> tired of you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not talking about spending like six months in space. I'm talking about like a couple days, maybe. Uh, a couple days I might be able to yeah, tolerate cool. yeah. <laughs> just, just a weekend in space. Yeah, that, that, I guess that is a big thing. Is man, Launch on a Friday afternoon, land on a Sunday afternoon, and get back to work. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man, how was your weekend? Oh, it's cool. I went to space. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, wait, hold on. R- rewind that real quick. What'd you say? Oh, yeah, you I went, went to space. space? You, wait, you got really high? No, I no. went to literal space. Yeah. I went up in I a rocket, rocket ship. I beat I... that stupid teacher, alright? She didn't even make it to the Carmen line, or whatever the fucking line is. So that's a challenger joke. <laughs> oh, God You know, the, the ship that yeah, exploded yeah, and yeah, killed yeah, some people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah screw them! No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All I want is to be better than that teacher. I don't know anything do about them. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's fine. (laughs) Uh, I think it would be cool as fuck to go to space. But that's that's the whole reason I've started becoming an electrician is so that I have a a trade skill that I can convince Elon is will be useful in space. (laughs) I'll go in and be like, hey, I can build you houses on Mars. I mean, but could you, though? It's kind of a whole <laughs> other atmosphere, you know? <laughs> and you build a mud hut? Probably could. Would it be a good be mud hut, sick. though? Uh, be like a middle-class mud hut. <laughs> I feel like making a house out of mud would actually be fucking smart. Wouldn't be smart or wouldn't be smart? It would be. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying, like, but Instead you, of doing it out of like, like conventional materials like we do here. Are you saying like there's once like, we get to Mars, make a make a Mars mud hut? Yeah. Well, yeah, because there's Adobe freaking houses that have been around for like thousands of years. Yeah. yeah. But Why I think everybody just build huts out of mud. It's free material. <laughs> it's just fucking mud, dude. Because I. Why the fuck are we doing wood houses? That makes <laughs> no fucking sense. It's, it's free quiet. real estate. It's. I mean, anything's <laughs> free if you're. You know, <laughs> willing but <laughs> well, i feel like once you get into you know mars you start running into the problem of it needing to be airtight and well so so here's oh, the thing airtight right here so here's the thing i'll be oh, like no. daddy musk daddy musk y'all y'all terraform mars and then i'll come build houses on mars okay yeah, yeah there you okay. go i can see that once they've done Amen. all the hard work and <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> when they're like colonizing, like actually colonizing, I'll be like, yeah, oh, I'll build you some freaking Mars houses. In fair. So, do be you guys. Hot, hot real estate. Do y'all think that we will ever, 
ever actually get to the point of colonizing other planets? Yes, a couple hundred years. Because well, so I don't even I, that long. I think we will have the capability to do so, but I don't think we ever will fully colonize another planet. No. Because it the cost and the man hours and just all this stuff that would go into it to I mean, the only thing it would really accomplish is that now they're living on another planet instead of just living on this planet. Like, I definitely think we'll send, like, you know, researchers and maybe have, like, some military bases, you know, once we get to dystopian future. But I don't know if we'll, we'll ever just start sending random plebs to other planets to <laughs> to live out their lives. I don't know, man. People are pretty ambitious. I I, I bet we will. I mean, I, I, so I bet within the next hundred years we have, like, bases on other planets, and within a couple hundred years we have, like, actual civilizations on planets. Yeah. Like, somebody will have the title Martian on their birth certificate. That'd be pretty dang. I would love to be Martian. I don't know, I feel like in order for us to, like, fully colonize something, we would have to have surpassed countries. Like, it would have to be a unified planetary thing instead of just being like, all right, the U.S. claims Mars. Go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be like Halo where UNSC is everything. Yeah. Because it's United Nations Space Command. Yeah, there will have to be some huge agreement, or else it's just going to devolve into, you know, wars it'll on other planets. Be, it'll just be Earth on Mars. Yeah, pretty much. Which, you know, at that point then, why, why, what's so cool about it if it's just Earth on Mars? Because it's on Mars. Yeah, but it's just Earth-Mars. But it's Mars. You, you, can't, you can't tell me right now that it wouldn't be cool as fuck to live on Mars. I mean, it would definitely right now because no one else lives on Mars, and I don't. I want to be the Martian. See, I'd be down for that. Just be hella living by myself. Yeah, but Just send me up then, there by myself. Then you look. Then you look at the history books, and you're like, "Well, fuck, Matt Damon's the true Martian. <laughs> <laughs> He's been there all along." I feel like I would want to go to a cooler planet than Mars. Mars is kind of lame now. Well, I, w I think it would be cool as fuck to like go like way out there, like Europa. Yeah, like which is a Mars yeah. Jupiter. Yeah, shoot me off to Jupiter. Yeah. Or Titan. What's the? Is that their? That's their biggest moon, right? Yeah. Yeah. Except it, I think it's a gas moon. No. I don't know. I'm not an astrologist. I don't know. All the moons. All the moons. I mean, I think it would be really fucking cool if we do ever get to other planets. When oh, yeah. we get to other planets, because I think we will. Yeah. I, I just, I don't actually see... Like, I think, who was it? Um, what's his face? The the scientist dude. Um, Ouchie? No. The, no. Okay. Uh... Damn it, what's his fucking name? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank you. Um, I think he said it in... I don't remember 
what he said it in. It was probably just one of his tweets. It's probably he didn't even actually say it. It was just something someone made up and put his name on. But it <laughs> was something about how like it 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 will probably never get to the point that it will be more logical and cheaper and easier to go to another planet than it would just to be to fix our own planet and like just continue living here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I also, yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. But population keeps rising. Shortages Surely. keep going. Millennials are um, giving, having babies too slowly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Well, I think it also, there's like a, a theory or like a I don't know some math, some math thing, um, that you know basically once you hit a certain population, it will just stay there and will never increase because of just like you know how many people are dying off as fast as you can pop them out. So you, there's like a hard cap. There's a population cap um, yeah. because God hasn't turned up the ultra settings yet, and. <laughs> <laughs> He, he hasn't upgraded to that uh yeah he, he hasn't 4090. got the 4090s yet you know yeah so he can't run at a at an unlimited population cap yeah. but even then i think we'll get we'll hit the point of like you're saying you know we'll start running out of food and people will just start dying off before we ever run out of space to put people yeah yeah i think because uh, they're talking about millennials not producing enough which good <laughs> we don't need more people we really, no, don't. really don't there are billions of people on this planet that contribute nothing <laughs> i'm one of them so i mean i'll <laughs> 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 well, make it uh make it like a little morbid though would so let's say we get to the point where we've started hitting our population cap and there you know, the government's basically like the, the we can't have more we got to get rid of some people all right we got way too many people we got to get rid of some of them so we'll make you a deal if you come let us kill you we'll give your family a million dollars would you take it what was well the probably <laughs> at that point a million dollars wouldn't be worth shit Sure if you're inflation. flooding, yeah, you're flooding a million them. bucks, a million. Well, bucks. let's say they they come up with a very valuable system. They give you land, they give you money, they give you something that would basically set your family up for life. Sure. See, then I would have to, you know, first get a family, just make a new <laughs> kid real quick. And then boom, you got you just got a kid you can throw at them. <laughs> but they're also not wanting more people. So you having a kid is nullifying the effect of them killing you. Yeah, but I, mean... <laughs> <laughs> I just tore apart that whole situation. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean I could still, you know, just trick them into thinking they've always been there. Just like, a, like a, a mm, newborn baby. Your wife, your wife is pregnant, <laughs> and we're about to kill you. When did that happen? 
Uh, about ten minutes after you told me you were going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, right after it happened. To, she, they were born nine months after you made the announcement that people could turn themselves <laughs> in for money. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> uh, shit. Damn, dude. I just muted myself at the perfect time. Oh. Had to sneeze real bad. <laughs> Set up a mouse button or something because I keep... Uh, having to cough or sneeze, and I don't want to cough into my mic. Going to. Yeah, I already made that mistake. Like, I think a few episodes already where I'll just be sitting there clearing my throat for like every two seconds. Yeah, it's fine. We've had our share of audio problems, you know. They probably won't ever go away, but, you know, we'll get uh, back. <laughs> it's just basically one of you guys has to support uh, everything. I'm sure it will work perfectly then. Yoss. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to need y'all to buy me a new uh, SSD so I can store all of the videos. Oh, you're storing them all? Uh, I have a couple of them, or I have them stored, but I've been compressing them and zipping them into files. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so it's not that bad. I mean, also, you know, since I'm so rich and cool, I have like three SSDs in my computer. Oh, look at you fucking go, oh, you no, big so baller. Rich. It didn't nice definitely guy. didn't take me five years to get those three, but you know. I'm still waiting on being able to get a new freaking graphics card. Apparently they're supposed to be... They've uh, been coming down in price, but, yeah, but they're still they're just not available. Yeah. I mean, they, they say, just like they said with the 3000 series, that the 4000 series is not going to have that problem, so... Yeah, sure. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they said the exact same thing when they were coming out with the 3000 series. They're like, yeah, we're going to have so many, so the prices are going to stay cheap, and there's going to be a huge supply of them. You're never going to have to, never going to have to pay over market. And then, look at us now. <laughs> yeah. Living our worst uh, lives. Actually, though. Fucking... Oh, so. I watched the first episode of the Halo TV show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it good? Uh, uh, I like it because it's Halo. I hate them because they took Master Chief's helmet off. Oh, did they really? Yeah. That's like the one thing you can't in do. The, in the first fucking episode. That's the first, that's the one thing you can't do with Master Chief. And so... It did kind of piss me off, but I do kind of want to watch it because... Yeah, still going to watch it, it even though... Because <laughs> it, it, it's pretty interesting. Well, what was the... Because there were... What, are, what were the other shows? There was like Forward Unto Dawn and... Which was super good. Which was good. And then wasn't there another one? There was a... Like, it was like a comic style one. I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I, that one was really good too. Just think that video games don't adapt well into shows or movies for the most part. So, so I think Same. Forward Unto Dawn did it really well because they didn't focus on Master Chief super hard. Yeah, they gave you some new characters. Yeah, they gave you some new characters and or I think Forward Unto Dawn was actually the story of like 
one of the main characters in the games, like in, I think, Halo 2 or 3, like one of the commanders or something. Yeah. But it was like his training days. And then getting saved by Chief, like always. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, we're telling a story about Master Chief. It was, we're telling a story about these normal-ass people in these Marines. But then Master Chief has to come save. And then we'll throw in Master Chief so all you little fanboys can uh, get your rocks off. (laughs) Yeah. I think the other one was like The Rise of Reach or something. Yeah. I think I watched that one too. I think I watched them all. Yeah. But But I think we've said it before is that the only real way to make a good video game any kind of adaptation is to not or make it in the universe of the video game and not about the video game itself. Yeah. Because is the is the Last of Us show still coming out? I have no idea. Oh, I'm not sure about that one. I don't really follow the Last of Us. Uh, you know, uh, to piss off a lot of people, um, it's just a zombie survival game. Really, nothing special about it. Um. <laughs> The story's interesting, but... Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I always thought it looked interesting, but I was never really that interested in it. Yeah. It doesn't do... To me, when you take a genre that's been overplayed a lot, like zombies, you have to change something, or you have to make a big enough difference. It can even just be, like, a gameplay mechanic change. Like, some gameplay mechanic that they haven't done in any other zombie game to make it yeah. worth it. Otherwise it's just more of the same. Like the last of us is just, it's just more, more zombies. Well, you sneak around and that... then you make a Molotov and then you run away. Yeah. Isn't yep. that why dying, dying light got popular because it's zombies, but motherfucking yeah, parkour. parkour. Dude, the parkour yeah. in that game is super fun. Mm-hmm. So much fun just to be sprinting down roads, like jumping across rooftops, jumping off zombies faces, and then doing like a 360 power slam with your sledgehammer axe. It's great. Yeah. So it proves that point of do something cool that nobody else does in the genre. Yeah. And it makes, cause I don't remember like anything about the story of dying light. I just recently played dying light too. Just came out like a month ago or something. Don't remember anything about that story. <laughs> it was a fun game. I enjoyed it. So <laughs> yeah, because it had some cool mechanics. Yeah, even like um, Days Gone had a really fun mechanic with your your motorcycle that you had to like upgrade and drive. It basically was the only way you could escape most of the zombies. Because there were so mm-hmm. many of them. And so that game was really good. But then it also had a really good storyline on top of it. Which made it even better. Then you got mm-hmm. Last of Us. Which does none of it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to really piss someone off. Trash talking. Uh, Last of Us. But it's a, it's a doo-doo game. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> I kind of agree. Well, because it even does like the really tropey things of... Uh, you know, the main character is old curmudgeon and super grumpy because he lost his daughter in the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. 
but now he's got a new daughter. And, you know, nothing special. So, <laughs> I don't know why people rave over it so much. <laughs> oh, no, it's one of those. One of those games. Yeah. Was there... Is there, like, a game or a movie? Because, you know, the Oscars, I don't know if you know this, but the Oscars were on <laughs> pretty recent. Um, so, <laughs> is there, like, a, a movie or a game or something that you would say is just really good, but not because of any, like, normal reason? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I asked that very poorly, but you something that you really enjoy but only for a very specific reason uh kind of there was so, like um spyro there for a little bit back on the playstation one spyro's a great game like i think it's the the best thing i could think of have y'all ever heard of the show um midnight gospel mm -mm, not me so no, it is a very phenomenal show. I highly recommend it. What they did is they took a podcast of this guy. Name is Clancy. Actually, I don't know if his real life name is Clancy, but in the show, his name is Clancy. And um, they just animated shows over them talking about, you know, whatever they were talking about on the show or on the podcast. So the first one is it sets up that Clancy is an interdimensional wizard that travels into simulated realities to interview people, and then that's the podcast, is him interviewing these people from all these different realities. So the first one is him going into a, uh, a reality that's being taken over by a zombie apocalypse, and he meets the president of the world in that, in that reality, and then just starts interviewing him about, um, like, hallucinogenic drugs and like just the different states of like society and stuff so the the what they're talking about is has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on in the show like they're walking through it's all animated they're walking through people are getting ripped apart they're like shooting zombies left and right they like get in a giant monster truck and drive into a skyscraper sized zombies mouth like all this weird shit's going on and the whole time, they're just having, like, a level-headed, like, yeah, you know, I think uh, more people should try LSD because it really opens your mind and takes you to a new plane. So it's, like, it's super weird and super off-putting, but I love it, and it's it's a so great show. it's like show. a fever dream. It really is, yeah, because the animation <laughs> style is, like, very colorful and very weird, and I don't know, it's super weird, and I love it, even though a lot of what they talk about is, like, uh, spiritual stuff. Like he, he's he's really big on like meditation and trying to like use even drugs to just get to like a higher level of like thought. And so it's a very interesting point of view that I don't have. So I just enjoy listening to it. But if you are going to watch the show, there's one episode I highly recommend. I don't remember which number it is, but it's the main guy talking to his mom on the podcast uh who was recently diagnosed with a terminal brain cancer i think it was so like they both know she's going to die soon 
And it's a very mm-hmm. good episode, and it's very sad, but I highly recommend it. Yeah. So I guess basically what I want to know is give me give me your weird suggestions. I want more weird stuff to watch. Oh, fuck. What was my first one? Damn it. I already forgot. Um, Lego Star Wars is one of them. That's the game. Also, it's um, just a bomb ass game. It really is. Also, fucking uh, Nintendo like soccer. I don't know if you guys ever played that. Huh? There was I forget what it's called, but like you can play as all the Nintendo characters against each other in soccer. And I specifically have this one memory of me, Noah, and Hunter playing it and like chasing down the ball, screaming "My corn pie." Like freaking out, dude! Like it was the funniest shit too at the time. But I mean, same kind of thing with Lego Star Wars, though. Like it just brings back childhood memories, right? Of just uh, great times. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! I fucking used to love these games. Yeah. Uh, weird recommendation, but Madden two thousand one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> on the on the PS One, the, only the it's, finest of quality. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It, but it's like I I don't know why I enjoyed it because I do not enjoy sports games. But it was the right level of wonky <laughs> to be a lot of fun. Because it was more fun making fun of it than it was actually playing it. Yeah. Right. Because, like, the character animations and the art and all that stuff, it was just really fun to make fun of. Okay. And this, these are these are probably not what Jeremy was looking for in his I mean, question. I, but... I'm all about it. Did y'all... So there was only one ever sports game that I remember playing that I really liked. I don't remember the name of it. It was called, like... Blitzball or Blitz, Blitz something, League. maybe, but it was a 360 game where it's like super violent football. No, it it was football, but it was the one I'm thinking of. It's I think it's an old game like Sega, like the Sega Genesis oh. game. But there's no kickoffs. There's no um, what's the other one? No like extra points or like uh. Anything like that. It's basically like the game starts with you catching the ball from the kickoff and then you just go. And then the second you get hit, it sets back up and immediately just starts going again. So like there's no pause in between any of the plays or anything that's going on. So it's super fast paced and it's so much fun because it just gets really hectic and everyone is yelling at each other. Okay. It's a great game. I don't remember what it's called. (laughs) I only remember playing it at a youth group thing, like everything else I did. Another weird PS1 recommendation. Fucking Legend of Dragoon, because it's another one of those that it's super weird premise, but it's actually a super good story, and I really wish they would fucking remaster it. <laughs> so, But, like, keep the gameplay style. Oh, yeah. That like, is- the turn-based linear adventure kind of thing it had semi-linear it wasn't fully linear yeah so i'm kind of curious have you guys because i've noticed that recently i've been less interested in the story of anything that i'm doing and more interested in 
like either the technical aspects of it or like with video games like the game mechanics of it or like if i'm watching a show i'm more interested in the animation or what's going on on the screen than i am about the actual story itself uh, so me, like, like it's it's game mechanics all day like i could it can have a, a bad story but as long as the mechanics feel fucking terrific oh yeah juicy because like i've i've been playing replaying fallout 4 and the uh the story of fallout 4 is straight doo-doo it's not good right it's, yeah, not, it's, it's not, not good, good at all but the gameplay mechanics in fallout 4 especially when you compare to all the other fallouts the gameplay oh, mechanics reason. Terrible, yeah. dude. In <laughs> like oh they've added, God. they added so many small things to Fallout Four that I think really added a bunch. Like the biggest ones being the layering armor mechanic that you can like yeah. put on your Under Armour, and then you have all your different pieces. And I really wish they had gone harder on the pipe pistols. Like I wish they'd made yeah. it instead of just having the one pipe pistol that's all trash, and you just you know can make it a little worse or a little, little better trash. I wish they, like, uh, all the weapons were makeshift, janky, motherfucking garbage pieces of shit that you just kind of let look and feel like you just slap together a bunch of stuff and then could, yeah. like, fully customize them. I feel like also, it's... it would have been cool if they would have made that, like, pipe pistol mechanic to where, like, you could vest in a skill that you could make nicer and nicer and nicer ones. Yeah. Like an actual like gunsmithing system. Right? Like if you like started out with the stupid pipe pistols, but then once you hit level 40 or something, you now are just making assault rifles instead of you find your one or no, the first weapon you find is just a 10 millimeter pistol. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> They even start but, you out negating pipe pistols. <laughs> yeah, but that does make sense because there wouldn't be a pipe pistol in a vault. Yeah, in the vault. I, the vault had been open, Brandon. True. But not by, like, normal people. I guess that's fair. It's by an institute people. Yeah, that's just one of those mechanics that I think they could have made a lot more interesting, right? But yeah. it would have made it a little, I guess, harder. Because the way I'm picturing it is, like, really the only ammunition you have is for the pipe pistol. Like, that's it. That's all you yeah. have. So, basically, you can only use the pipe pistol until you've invested enough perks into learning how to craft better weapons. And you've set up all your settlements so that they can provide you with the materials to make all these better weapons. Uh-huh. So, like, them just going yeah. super hard into the like, survival post-apocalyptic form of it. Would have yeah. been so much cooler. Yeah. But it's also... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it would be, like... I, I would super like that. Where they went super hard into the... Shit got ruined because fucking nuclear winter and all that stuff degrading stuff much faster. 
you know and so you could you gotta make what you can use you can't just find good shit right there it's the classic skyrim meme of every dungeon you go into that hasn't been opened in a thousand years has fresh food and good arrows and new weapons in it (laughs) but also like i'm because they took out the durability right uh yes yeah Yeah, they should have left that shit in yeah because that that gave it some urgency of Oh, I gotta find some more of these so I can fix this one. Yeah. All right, so I can keep using them. Yeah. My thing, mainly, I wish they would have primarily done more, is worked with the settlements a lot more, like made them feel like yeah. actual towns and like self-growing like places. So yeah. if you go rescue a settlement and then give them enough supplies, they'll be they'll protect themselves and fucking then they'll they'll also build a settlement. Yeah, like the the more yeah, supplies you give yeah, them, the yeah. higher tier the settlement will get. And it's more of a pre-generated settlement for that area. Like the devs created something that is in stages. Yeah, yeah than, that would have been super cool. Rather than leaving it up for the player to use this janky-ass yeah. fucking creation system that just does not like... work very well. Some some people have an, have a, like an eye and a mind for that shit, but the vast majority don't. And they would rather see what the settlements can become if given enough supplies and effort put into them. So then they could prioritize in later playthroughs, you know, which settlements are the coolest and which ones they don't want to really even bother with. Yeah. But then it's also like, that would be a super cool mechanic to add in of like, I provided them with this so that they could grow. And now I can just go there and trade for some good stuff versus Oh well, I have the slog of spending ten hours to get this to ninety percent happiness settlement, so I can attract this vendor and this and this and this. Like, no, just fucking right. Just like, make them need certain supplies, like yeah, what have make, you that you can help craft there or something or like just provide. So that then yeah. there's like a pre like not a. Are already pre-made, pre-made, like yeah. pre-staged make, settlement. Make it, it's like make you have it stage to where one, which is like pretty weak. You know, you have a basic, you know, merchant and shit. Yeah. yeah. See, make, I would make say it to where you can. You're gonna talk, or am I? Yeah, gonna talk? I'm gonna talk. I would say almost make it like a compromise where give us, give you sanctuary, that first city, right? Get, give me full customization of sanctuary. Yeah, and then after that, I don't give a shit about all those other towns. Every other town I find in Honestly, Fallout 4, besides yeah. Sanctuary, basically turns into a concentration camp where I build a well, two by two hut with forty beds in it, and then a line of mutt fruit out the back, and then put everyone else on scavenging like that. So I don't need like, those. I personally always like making my own settlement at the movie theater, the drive-in theater. Yeah, because it's yep. big and open. Yeah, and it has that. It has the water supply right in the center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's a really good spot. Yeah, like do uh, that. <laughs> don't don't give yeah, me no, forty like, cities. I'm not gonna take care of. Yeah, making it a system of investing to grow versus being forced to grow. Yeah, because make it to where if you. If you put a little bit of work in, you'll get a lot of return versus putting a dog shit ton of work in to get a little return. Yeah. Right. And the settlements right now are really just little return. Yeah. That's how the settlements are. It's like, oh, yeah, I can go spend 40 hours 
making this into like the best settlement and then I can go trade somebody once a day for some good stuff and I can go pick my 60 fucking mutt fruit. Yeah. Or I can bring these guys, you know, a certain amount of food, a certain amount of steel, a certain amount of this, a certain amount of that, and they'll grow up and then they'll reach tier two or whatever you wanted to say. And then, hey, we could use this. And then you bring that to them and then now, boom, they're tier three. Yeah. That would have been a way better system. I feel like they... They tried to add too much into it, so they couldn't focus oh, yeah. enough, right? Because yeah. I will say, if you play in survival mode, the settlements become, like, vital. They are mm-hmm. so important in survival mode because there's no fast traveling, you can only save at beds, and you can only get full sleep on clean beds, which you basically have to make yourself or find in, like, you know, specific places. So it major settlements where you can like rent a room. Yeah. So it becomes huge having all these little pockets, you know, spaced throughout that you can stop in, get some water, get some food, uh maybe steal some caps from some people and then, you know, go about your business now that you're fully rested and fed up and all this stuff. So it it yeah. almost feels in some ways that they designed Fallout 4 to really to be survival mode because then kind of like we were saying with the pipe pistols ammo becomes very scarce except for the Mm -hmm. 38 rounds which are in the pipe pistols and you can't carry a whole lot so you have to choose what weapons you want so you're like all right i'm gonna take my pipe pistol because i know i can at least shoot it and then Settlements become super important. Water, food, like growing food, cooking food, even the power armor becomes so much more like helpful in survival mode than not because oh. you don't just die in two shots. What did y'all think about the power armor change for Fallout Four? I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. So yeah. loved it. Thought it was awesome. It, it makes so much more sense than. Yeah. Oh, I can get this super powerful armor and just well, never take it off. Fucking Fallout 3. Dude, you'd have to bust your ass through like almost half the game, if not more. Yeah. Just fucking to find like the main New story. Vegas your as ass, well. Yeah, your ass could dick off and just fucking do every single side quest in the goddamn game and then start the main quest and then finally realize halfway through, oh, there's how you fucking are able to wear power armor. Yeah. Fucking wish I could have figured that out sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it makes but, sense in the universe, I guess, because that was I, one of the things people were like, oh, how do you know how to use power armor if, you, if you've if you never been trained to use power armor? I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly. I, but, uh, so that's where my opinion differs a little bit. I don't think they should have given you power armor in the fucking first mission. I know it's trash. I know it's, like, the worst one in the game, but it's still one of those things, like... That is a really badass moment, though. It is. It super is. But... I just feel like they could have done it a little bit better. Yeah, I agree. It definitely belittles the armor when you just have it right off the bat, right? Yeah. But, like Nick was saying... Well, my only problem is, like... 
for the first for Fallout Three and New Vegas, you had to play through quite a bit of the game to get the power armor. But the power armor was literally just armor. yeah, it's just armor, yeah. But it was really right, good yeah, armor. Uh, but it's just armor. Mech suit. Yeah. So in, yeah. in Fallout Four, if they had done that, you know, halfway through the game, I would have been like, all right, this was worth it. But in the yeah. other ones, you don't need power armor. The, yeah. the power, like yeah. the power armor in Fallout Four, is so much actually. Yeah, cool. yeah, no, it, it is a lot better, but I, it, it's still for me, is like it's not as rewarding. Like, yeah, it's a oh, yeah. super cool scene, it's a super cool mission, but that's what I'm it's saying. Not like, as had, rewarding. If they had placed the power armor in Fallout Four more so towards the half halfway point of the game, yeah. and, and I'm not even the main saying halfway line. of the storyline. I'm saying like. Even like even if you could get it at level three through a set of side quests that like take you through like finding a set and like researching on a computer how to actually use this stuff and something like that where you got to put some work in to get this cool ass fucking armor versus oh. Here's literally the first mission that it gives you in the game. Yeah. Here's uh, power armor. <laughs> here's this super cool thing. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I think part of it is probably um I mean, you're always trying to get people to hooked on your game, right? So every yeah. video game ever has the big the explosion opening scene to get people hooked on it. And like you we all keep saying that first scene is fucking cool. You you get in your power armor, you rip a minigun off a fucking crash helicopter, do your superhero three-point landing down, and then just unload in a Deathclaw's face. Like, it's so fucking but, cool. But then it's also like, oh, I've been tromping around, shooting fucking raiders on my way up to this building this whole time, and now that I have the power armor, the Deathclaw pops out. Yeah. Like, bitch, that Deathclaw would have popped out fucking <laughs> the first two gunshots that came out. Right. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that, that, that did kind of throw me off a little bit. I was but like, that, "Cool, I'm fucking shooting a death claw with a minigun." Yeah. But like, I mean, the introductory yeah. to having the fucking death claw pop out too, especially with the redesign. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, dude!" As soon dude. as it came out, I was like, "This is so fucking cool." Oh yeah. Another no. Another gameplay mechanic would have been really cool if instead of like. As you like walk up, it starts coming out of the sewer grate. What if you're still on the roof and you look down and you see it come off the sewer grate or like out of the sewer grate? Yeah. Like that would have been fucking cool too. Is like, they're like, hey, we need you to clear out these raiders. Here's this power armor. And then like you get in it and you like get to the edge of the building and you see a fucking death claw pop up. You're like, Ooh, and then you would have jumped down and fucking firing on him. Yeah. Like, that yeah. would have been cool. But like, also, I think that would have been people, cooler. There's also a lot of people who wouldn't jump down, though. Yeah, they would just... True, I mean, yeah, but true. that... They would sit there, they'd be like, oh, no. That's staying up to, to the... Down. That's just how you play the game, though, you know? Yeah. Like, if you yeah. want to stay back and... Because I know every time I fight that Deathclaw... I hide in the buildings and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and shoot it or, from the windows because like it will fucking kill it, you. Or not even have it come up through the sewer grate. Have it just like bounding down the fucking street because that street runs all the way like 
straight from the fucking highway all the way down into the center of town. And you're at the top of this building looking down on that spot. So, like, have it fucking, like, bound down the fucking yeah, the street road. and just, like, clawing fucking raiders and shit on the way. Or... And you're like, ooh, and then you'd feel epic jumping down that to is... fucking blast it. Let me throw this hypothetical at you. This also, mm. um, the, uh, my mindset with this one. So, you're up on the roof, right? You're killing all these raiders. Then Jeez. all the survivors, you know, Preston, Sturgis, Mama Murphy, all them hoes, come out. They're down on the road they're like oh we did it this is great come on down and then you go to like head back to the door you just came through to get down because you don't realize you can just jump off of things now but mm. it's locked oh no you got locked out now the death claw is coming to kill all these other dudes that are your friends now now that, you superhero jump down murder and protecting be, all your friends that would be a good one too Boom. You just land on the top of the death claw. That's <laughs> yeah. how it kills it. You don't even Can actually you... get to fight it. You just jump down on top of it. Can you do damage? Isn't there yeah. a ground pound? Yeah. No, but it'd be like an animated thing. Well, so oh, yeah, but, like, yeah. <laughs> you'd fucking like stomp its head out. Yeah. So they're fucking roof. They, they do take damage if you jump like in the vicinity of it. It has like an AoE thing. Yeah, and staggers. But then on. there's also like legs like leg modifications that you can make to do more damage with it mm -hmm. yeah man i i just but, i really like the way it, they did the power armor but it does yeah. it does definitely feel a little underwhelming in the like when you're not playing survival because well one of my other complaints about it is the ui when you're in the the i hate it it's so I bad it. it's so bad like all the little dials and the, the it's like opaque but uh, it's garbage not, yeah. i fucking hate it I, yeah but like, if that i, I understand there. like the aesthetic choice of like yeah these dials are in the helmet so that's why they're like static where they are yeah but like but even if you're not wearing a helmet they're still there. <laughs> yeah it's just bad yeah but i will say another gameplay that they or mechanic they changed um that was really good is the ghouls the ghouls in yeah. 4 are they terrifying, are man. So much they more terrifying. really are. Like, the way they, they sprint at you and, like, like serpentine to dodge your yeah. weapons. They I mean, did a really, really good, a really job, good job with those. You know, after you hit level 10, you know, they're chumps, just like everyone else in the game. But up until then, going into a dark subway tunnel full of ghouls is terrifying so <laughs> yeah i don't know that first time you go into the glowing sea and you've got 50 Ooh, of them yeah. chasing you're like oh shit yeah I, man there's just so many small mechanics they changed in four that you know everyone complains that the story is bad and it is bad but the gameplay it, makes it yeah, compelling the gameplay is so much better well, the atmosphere <laughs> the atmosphere of fallout 4 is oh, actually yeah. really fucking good it really is yeah like the i was the biggest complaint I have with fucking Fallout 4 is I refuse to play it on my PC because it's fucking locked at, what is it, 30 or 60? Yeah, I think so. I mean, but you can, and that's a pretty easy I and I fix. But the physics is tied to yeah, the so, frame rate. Yeah. So if, if I bump it up and run it at 120 hertz, everything is literally double speed. <laughs> And there's great. no fix for that because yeah. it's in the physics engine. 
Also, the not having ultra wide support just as a base uh, fucking thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, you. That's why I could not play it on this monitor. Yeah, Fallout Four is definitely a made for console game because yeah. even yeah. the like the settlement building is bad on console. It is horrendous in PC because <laughs> yeah, yeah, to really navigate tough. the menus, you use the arrow keys. So, like, yeah, yeah, it's really bad. It's bad. But, you know, yeah. they made it for console because yeah. that's where most of them sold. So, yeah, well, because this is coming from also like I played, I don't know, probably three, four hundred hours on Xbox One. And I finally built a computer. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get it on PC and it's going to be great. And then I launched it that first fucking time on PC, and I was like, I hate this. So bad. Like, oh. <laughs> and I have... I have... Let's see. Where is it at? Uh, 5.7 hours on PC. Yeah. Because I could not. Like, I, it, it bothered me. I couldn't play it. Yeah. it's It's not great, but, you know... I just like mods. Like, I've had yeah, a bunch of mods yeah. into it, so that's really the only way to go. Yeah. Uh, you can mod it, too. To, there's, like, unofficial patch mods and shit, oh, yeah. so... Dude, there's text... There's mods for everything. Anything you can imagine, somebody's modded into this game. <laughs> yeah, it's just actually having to do the whole modding process. Yeah, I don't it's do a bit it of a hassle. One, so it's like, I have to relearn it every time. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I don't do it on every game. It's it's not too bad anymore if you just use Nexus. Oh yeah, yeah. Nexus makes it super easy, it, yeah. Because you just really you do. just search their website and you just click download or yeah. on their thing and then it just Dude, enables it for you. It's super nice. So fucking nice. Because I've used it on several different games as well. Yeah, because same Fallout thing with Skyrim. It's yep. So good. See, that's Nexus one of those. Manager, if you're talking about mechanics. Mechanic-wise, Skyrim really isn't anything special, story-wise as well, but they just made such a good, solid base for you to it's mod. A good platform. Yeah, that it makes it just so good. It makes it a phenomenal game. Even without it, though, I've still put current. thousands of hours into that garbage. <laughs> I'm actually uh, installing Oblivion right now. Oh, oh shit. Did y'all... Yeah, I want to try it out. Did y'all ever play... Morrowind or any of the no. uh, any of the older Elder Scrolls? I want I want to I want to play some of the older Elder Scrolls games. Mor Morrowind's not bad. It's definitely you know it's an old game, so it's it's a little hard to use. You know it's not very user friendly, yeah. but it's still good. And then I played Arena, which is the first one, and it's like a Doom like two point five D dungeon crawler. And it uh -huh. is rough. <laughs> it, it is not a pleasant game to play, but I mean, you know, if you wanna, if you wanna try it, it's also um, back when they didn't believe in like tries. I guess if you die, you restart the game. Oh, so, sure. <laughs> so it's 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 rough. There were no checkpoints. Yeah. <laughs> but you know it's fun i guess <laughs> i don't know well we i think we've talked enough about video games so even though that's you know you can never talk about video games enough so i have a question for you just 
Okay. And um, keep an open mind. Okay. Really forthcoming with information. Uh, I I just want to know how y'all feel about the current. What's the best way to say it? The current world of fetishes. Oh, it's it's a. <laughs> So, <laughs> because maybe it's just me and maybe i'm you know now that i'm old enough to be a part of it even though i guess i could have been a part of it as a kid but let's not get into that um it just feels like it's gotten weirder right <laughs> oh dude there was a video i sent uh to the group chat of like it's like a few of my coworkers. And it's this dude just going on about how he like plays a cat role, and his his wife plays like a human, an owner, like an old cat lady. Yeah. He he would go out on the porch, and she would bring him inside, and like be treating him like a cat and shit. He they would totally like role play this out, and he was like, it was because she was the superior and I was the inferior. And they were like, when do you stop being the cat? He's like, oh, once I start laying dick. (laughs) (laughs) It it is the funniest video. I'll have to send it to y'all. But, dude, he he was like, oh, yeah, we're nasty. (laughs) Just laying it all out, dude. Getting out there. Uh, So I don't know that it's so much just getting weirder as much as it is just getting more open. Yeah. So it goes back to, like, Another perk Our of conversation the about social media and the internet of just people's voices are out there much more than they used to be. So like land before the internet, you just didn't share that shit. <laughs> but online, you're anonymous to most people online. So why the fuck not share it? Yeah, because then you right? can maybe find some other people that are into it. Yeah, yeah. Make get you a nice but little like, uh, furry party going. Yeah, but like before, it was like Have I'm not gonna share time, this unless dude. I'm like super, 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 super close and trusting of you. Right. Well, I think there's a, a a positive side to this, right? Where now that people are more open with this, uh, you can actually like find a relationship in which they are more you accepting share, of it. Yeah, you share similar sexual interests or whatever. Yeah, so then you can get into a healthier relationship because as they say, sex is a very important part in a healthy relationship. And mm-hmm. if you need to dress as a baby to, you know, get your rocks off, you know, I guess somebody wants to. <laughs> but there's like um I guess part of it is i feel like a lot of it is just taboo like it's it's the tabooness of it that draws people to it not really like the the actuality of it or the reality of it like with the whole step sibling and like stepmoms and all this stuff going around i feel like it's not really that people want to have sex with their family members it's just that they are they they feel like they're doing something naughty because they're not supposed to be, and so then that gets them going. Yeah. I, I I could get that side of it, of like, oh, this is 
oh, I'm not supposed to do this. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I could, I could understand that. Like, looking at it that way. But uh, I don't know. I'm. I'd say I'm pretty vanilla. Like, you never know what you're gonna like until you try it, though. Well, yeah, but that's just over time. You're like, let's try something new. And then you try it. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you like it, you like it. But I don't have anything that I'm like, oh, because uh, I can make or break. (laughs) Another part of that is a lot of people like what a lot of people look at as fetishes aren't actually fetishes. Because a fetish is. I have to do this thing in order to get off. Yeah. Like. Oh yeah, dude. Like if like you they, don't, they, they cannot get off with regular sex at that point. It's like, uh, uh I'm trying to that's think like of a, a, like problem, a good example. It? Yeah, that's just ED. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. Like, it's not. But, but it is. Like, but it's not. I remember, <laughs> I remember listening to one. It, it was some podcast. But they were talking about that. And he was like, yeah, fetishes aren't what people really say they are right now. It's like that guy had a tickling fetish. So if he or he if he didn't tickle or wasn't tickled at some point during the like session of intercourse, he could not finish. Or homie. I don't think a tickling fetish. Yeah, I don't know. It was, it was, a, it was a weird <laughs> one. It may not have been that specific, yeah, but, but I'm pretty it's sure something it was. Like that. Well, that's one like, of those... They have to have yeah, that have thing to. in order to be satisfied sexually. See, that would suck. So, like, <laughs> so, like having, suck, yeah. having a step-bro, air quote, fetish, it, I guarantee it's not a fetish it's that taboo like a kink. oh that turns me on be- that, that that's the yeah it's a kink it's not a fetish yeah yeah i guess that makes sense but it, it's in that situation I'm, I'm glad that i'm not don't have a fetish but also i feel like i'm missing out you know i feel like i i need i need to experience some of this like <laughs> but i i would i wouldn't even say like you want to experience a fetish because well yeah but i'm just saying because then that's all you can get your rocks off to i i would say i have more kinks than like i don't have a fetish i have some kinks but i mean everyone does well yeah but it's not like i have to have that thing to get my rocks off yeah oh see i that's where i'm like uh I wish, or now I'm nervous, right? Like, I don't want to find find something and be like, ah, shit. No, this is it. I gotta <laughs> yeah, have this. Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. <laughs> but, it's also Stuck one of those on big things. toes, dude. That's just what does it for me. <laughs> Gross, not foot fetishes, it, it's, a, it's one of those things of, like, what I view, like, a kink to be is, like, that thing makes me finish way faster than normal stuff. That's a kink. I don't have to have that thing to finish, but 
I find it super it hot, nice. and it makes me finish super fast. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's just it still weirds me out. I mean, I, I you know it weirds me out, but you do whatever the hell you want. Um, how just into some of these kinks people are, like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Especially like furries, man. <laughs> like, I will never understand that. It's weird, right? But there are definitely like you'll see people they draw the anthropomorphized animals, and you're like, yeah, that's a cute animal. I don't want to fuck it, but. That hamster now has big old titties. Do you want to mm, fuck it now? Titties. Uh, no, that's kind of weird. <laughs> fuck yes. It re- just reminds me of dogs with the really, like, saggy nipples because they oh, God. Like, are old and have had a lot of puppies. That's all I can think of when, <laughs> when I see animals with tits. So. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but even, like, uh, like foot fetishes... Or wearing ladies' underwear or something like that. It's just... It's weird. It's weird, and they should be... We, they should feel bad about it. <laughs> oh, we already do. Oh, what are you trying to admit to us, Nick? <laughs> what were y'all talking about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we Well, so... I think it falls under, they're not getting weirder, they're just getting more in the open. Or accepted? I mean... They're, they're probably getting weirder, I mean, not gonna they, lie. They, they are. They probably are getting it, weirder. It, it's, it's that constant evolution of shit. It's like, <sighs> yeah, they're definitely gonna be getting weirder. I saw but... one, it was like, it was described to me as the evolution of furries, and it's um, it's basically furries, but instead of furries, it's robots. So people have, they call them like, it's like a proto something. So they're, they're like, they're like anthropomorphized animals that are then turned into like futuristic cyborgs that, what the fuck? that then fuck each other. What the absolute fuck? <laughs> and I was like, I, I was like, man, I'm feeling left out. I don't know. <laughs> Like, why do they get to have all the fun with the weird dino dogs? (laughs) (laughs) Problems. Yeah, they do. But, you know, let them enjoy their things. I did. I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a judge. No, not a judge. Um, Superintendent? Some dude with a school. Uh, He had something to do with some school. And he was... uh, I don't know what the what it was about, but he was at a little podium giving a speech, and he was like, "So I've been getting some reports about a lot of furries in our schools. Do y'all know what furries are?" And like goes on to the, to describe a furry, but not in like a like to him. He was like, "It's not a sexual thing. It's a like People they just they just want to be animals. dogs." Uh... Yeah, and then he like wrapped it all back around to be like. And now some people are complaining that we should put litter boxes in our schools so that they can shit in them. And, <laughs> and I was like, 
I don't think anybody's actually asking for that. Huh? <laughs> I don't know about that one, dude. I think you're just well, misunderstanding. There, there, there was a whole ass news article about a girl wanting them to put a litter box in the bathroom because she identified as a cat. Yeah, but Ew. one kid wanting a litter box is different. <laughs> Kids That's are weird gross. as fuck, all right? Yeah, dude, I ain't about to let my kid have a fucking litter box. Shit in the toilet, dude. It's so much easier. And more sanitary. Well, <laughs> Oh, my God. Just shit yeah. in a litter box? Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. It's just gross. Yeah. Lord. It's... But see, that's those that are like, there, there, there are definitely people that are so deep into it that it's more of a mental disorder, <laughs> like yeah, a kink at that point, yeah. right? Yeah. But so then, why you got to punish all the other furries out there? They're just doing their thing. I'm just trying to advocate for furry rights, all right? Let them fuck in the suits. Let them yiff. Is that what this was called? Yiffing, right? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, you can, Brandon. Don't lie to me. You know it's true. <laughs> no, you know, I'm, I'm looking at your face right now. You know it's true. You know what it is. <laughs> oh, it's actually pronounced Yef. Yef. Oh, okay. The sorry. Yef. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, My name Yef. My name Yef. <laughs> I'm not very versed in uh, the furry lingo of the days. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fuck that. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck them. Or rather, absolutely <laughs> wouldn't fuck that. Don't fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, dude, you already, you already claimed your stake. You know, as long as everyone involved is a consenting adult, do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Just don't talk to me about it. <laughs> well, even That's like my position on a lot of things is like, do what you do. Just don't push it on don't me. And I don't bring give me a shit. into it. That even like the same. Thing goes to straight dudes. I don't want to hear about you fucking some girl. I don't give a shit. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> like I have a a guy that I work with, and I think it's just his personality, but he's he really likes to open up about his personal life to me for overshares. some reason. Yeah, overshares a lot. And so yeah. like he was he was telling me how he was going through a divorce or he he was about to he's still with his wife but they've been sleeping in opposite ends of the house and he's been bringing over his all his side bitches um and so they're gonna get a divorce and he's like locks her in her room so that he can have sex with all of his side bitches and i'm like dude stop i don't want to hear this i don't care <laughs> when that's when you look at him straight in the eyes get awkwardly close to him and be like you fucked three girls last night I fucked my hand three times last night only three that's a week it's a week day <laughs> it's just I don't know people's uh, people's proclivities to share their personal life with other people is odd to me even though I guess we're doing it technically <laughs> right now, but well, yeah, but we're not like I I don't feel like we're oversharing like some people do. Like we're just discussing bullshit, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I not, listen. None, none of us are really saying like what we do. Yeah, that's true. We're saying kind so of like my how favorite we feel about kink. The 
my favorite kink is when I take uh-huh. my little uh, chicken, my little yeah. rubber ducky right here. His name is Ferdinand. Right up your ass. Oh, that's gross, yes. Brandon. That would be very unclean. That's my favorite. I pee on him. Um, and... <laughs> okay. and then to... shove him up your He ass. used to be white. Now oh, he's well, yellow. I need more water. Um... <laughs> getting <laughs> thirsty water, water, dude. Maybe. Getting hot. And right. Hot and well, but kind of on the same thing though is that even though i hate it when people in person try to overshare with me i listen to some podcasts that are all about like um like people's personal lives or even some about people's like sexual experiences but it's it's more of like a like you're saying more of a discussion than it is them trying to like brag about it or something that that that's i think that was the point i was trying to make is we're not bragging about anything. We're just discussing how we feel yeah. about different stuff. I mean, I know Nick I'm over there brings home a different lady every night, but for the I'm rest of us... how many fucking jelly beans I can fit up my ass. How many? It's gotta be 24. That's not a lot. Oh. I feel like you could fit more than that. How many jelly beans can you fit up your ass, Jeremy? <laughs> I don't know, I've... but 24 I've... just seems like a small amount of jelly beans. Jelly beans are small. I... I, I fit 26, and then I shoot them at the mirror like Pop a rabbit. Out. Man, that brings up a bad memory of um, <laughs> a video <laughs> that I don't want to describe, but it, I'm very imagine what you were thinking, of a memory. <laughs> but instead of jelly beans, it's oranges, whole oranges. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> How many oranges? Well, now that you've asked, um... Six. It's one comes out of their vagina, and you're like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" <laughs> and then two come out of their asshole. <laughs> 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 you need to get your stomach checked. Those aren't digested. I mean, that's not how you're supposed to get this vitamin C. All right, I know scurvy's <laughs> dangerous, but damn. Uh, <laughs> well, it's like, oh, there's there's a name for it, but there's like, scurvy? I know. No, not not scared. <laughs> God damn it, I hate you. It's a like that. I know it's at least from what I've heard. I don't know how true it is or whatever. It's done a lot in Thailand, but at like strip clubs in Thailand, they will have performers put ping pong balls in their vagina and shoot them at the crowd. That's unsanitary. <laughs> with the with the power of Kid their clam. Crowd. No. With the power of their clam, they're shooting it into the crowd. <laughs> Don't clam, dude. That is a grabby motherfucker. People... Right? That's one of those that's like, I wouldn't stick it in there because I'm afraid she'd pinch it off. <laughs> Seems like an ouchie waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and people are weird. I don't know. <laughs> that, oh, absolutely. That's just one of those. And, uh, it's. Uh, I think I'm. I'm for the most part a clean person. I don't like being dirty, and so it's things like that that I'm like, mm, that's gross. I'm. I'm all right. I don't want to. <laughs> I'll pass. That's sanitary. Yeah, this is kind of nasty. Like you let some things fly when you're in the heat of the moment, but. <laughs> Nah, if I... Afterwards, you're like. <coughs> uh... 
Well, like with um, I don't know if we've ever talked about strip clubs. I think we did, but strip clubs are the same thing. It's so weird to me that people yeah. just go into a building with their friends specifically to get turned on. Like, <laughs> dude, yeah, that's honestly pretty fucking weird. Dude, dude, odd situation. Five feet apart because they're not gay. Maybe that's the thing, is they're all in there trying to prove that they're not gay by like, yeah, look at this, look at this hot lady, alright? Fucking... <laughs> well, I love titties, look, definitely not penises. Look, look at that hot lady and look how not turned on I am right now, because I can hold my boner down around other guys. <laughs> I'm a civilized human being. <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is anyone that goes... I, that voice. I don't either. It, it, what I'm saying is any person who goes to a strip club is a closeted homosexual. Yes. <laughs> I was just waiting for one of you to be like, yeah, no, I go to strip clubs. But... <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Why do you think I miss D&D sometimes? Shame. I'm very disappointed in you. <laughs> I am just trying you... to get you guys through our D&D game. Y'all are doing everything in your power to not... <laughs> To not do what I want you to. I swear, y'all. over here. Yeah. Oh, no. Please stop going over there. I'm like, stop it! Quit trying to set up your trail mix business and play the goddamn game! That's <laughs> part of the game. I mean, yeah, but... I mean, we tried to take them on, but they fucked us up. That's true. But now you gotta go kill them all again. I gotta go find them again. I put. Uh, I was talking with one of the other guys I work with because he's also a, a big D and D person, and mm. I was telling him about all y'all's misadventures, and uh, he was like, "Oh, that sounds like y'all have gotten so much done, you know? Y'all have gone to multiple cities and cleared out all these things, <laughs> absolutely done all this done. stuff." And I'm like, "They haven't even met the actual big bad yet. Like, they haven't even seen him. They don't actually know who they're fighting yet, and they're like." 30 sessions in, so... <laughs> I'm like, they... I mean, they're enjoying it, I guess, but... You know, I guess someday they'll figure out what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> At some point, around. maybe. We, I, th I feel like we may overestimate the amount of, like, detail that you're gonna add in. So sometimes we're looking for shit that just isn't there. It's like... Oh, yeah. You're overthinking it. Yeah, it's right like y'all. If you would just do like, dude, sometimes they'll be fucking with a door, like trying to inspect the shit out of it, and I just want to walk in. Yep. I'm sitting there waiting for them to finish fucking with it. So See we that? Can going inside. That's like one of my favorite tropes of D and D is the door, the door trope of you like you walk into a room. There's nothing, you know. It's a pretty plain room. There's got some floors and some walls, and there's a single door on the opposite side. And instead of someone going like, is the door unlocked? Everyone goes, all right, I'm going to try to lockpick the door. And then they fail. And they're like, okay, now I'm going to do a perception, see if there's any magic around it. And now I'm going to see if I can peek under the crack to see if there are any traps. And then it Except all comes down to... our party is... Hit the... Beat the door down. Yeah. And then it either devolves <laughs> into in. someone kicking the door in and it being like, the door easily swings open because it was unlocked the whole time. 
<laughs> I love that shit. That shit's so funny to me. Well, but I, know, then... I know one of the times it was like, I was like, I'm going to kick the door down. And Jeremy was like, okay, roll an athletics check. And I rolled like a five. Like, yeah, hey, I rolled shit. super low. And he was like, well, uh, it's a door. And it was unlocked, so you so barely kick it, and it opens. Yeah, it opens very slowly. <laughs> I just love it because it either ends up with someone kicking down the door, and then if there are enemies, alerting all the enemies, so now they're just in a fight. Or uh, you get you train them to the point, and I'm talking about training you guys, to the point you where... You open the door, and there's well, in there. Y'all either are slowly opening doors, or now you just don't care about doors anymore. You're like, ah, it's just a fucking door. Let's go through it, and then okay. I can then I can set traps. <laughs> like once I've once I've uh, made y'all not suspicious of doors anymore, is when doors will become dangerous. Well, we'll always be suspicious, suspicious. of doors now because of the last fucking session where the door fucked us, yes. and the door disappeared. But it didn't I disappear wasn't there for that one. It did yeah, you were. you were in there. Oh, for that one? Yeah, when y'all yeah. were in the that big room down in the basement getting ambushed. Yeah, yeah. where everybody fucking just left my ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, so... we went through the wall and then... Or we went through the door and then the door disappeared. Well, it was so funny because uh, basically up until this point, y'all had, y'all had come into direct contact with like four different illusions, right? Because the outside door was hidden by an illusion, yeah. the inside door yeah. disappeared, the walls disappeared, and then it gets to the point where y'all just sprint off and leave Nick, who's probably like the squishiest of all of y'all. And uh, and then I there's like there was a they summoned a fire in the middle of the doorway, and instead of trying to get him out or anything, y'all were just like. All right, good luck. <laughs> they said, I think we figured it was probably a, like illusion fire. Yeah, eventually Zinzin, one of or Gabe was sitting there. And he's like, uh, "As I get closer to the fire, do I feel any heat?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "I'm gonna, guys, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna put my hand in it." And I'm pretty sure Michael was like, "Don't, you're gonna get burned." And then he did it, and I was like, "Yeah, nothing happened. Uh, your hand passes through it as like, if it's not real." <laughs> and, and then I was like, "Oh, well, it's probably one of those things where if you start or end your turn there." you'll get burned or whatever. And Jeremy was like, I don't know. That's that's also so one of like, my... I was like, fuck it, just run through it. Yeah. yeah. Well, even then, uh, one of my favorite things to do to you guys, and I know y'all hate it, and I do it all the time, is... Do you need anything from town? Uh, well, I love I love that town? joke. That joke's great. Do you are, are you sure you don't want to buy anything before you leave town? But also, the anytime y'all want to do anything, just randomly... Even if it's like the simple like opening a door, I'm like, "Are you sure? Sure you want to open the door?" And you're, you're always like, uh, "Or uh, or getting strangely uh, specific about it." Like, so just to be clear, you're grabbing the handle with one hand and opening it, right? <laughs> and then to watch the gears start turning of y'all being like, "You're like, uh, oh, actually, no, um." I want. I take a cloth out of my bag, and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just love tricking you guys into doing really stupid shit, even when it's just a door. <laughs> the paranoia. Yeah. I, I'm still just super proud of myself for solving your stupid puzzle. It took y'all a while. 
which is fair. Well, yeah, because we didn't have enough fucking clues until I figured it out. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. That's the thing is I always, I think I've said, said it before, but when I'm like building campaigns and stuff, to me, it all makes perfect sense. And it's all so simple because I know all of it. I made all of it. So, of course, it's going to make, I'm like, man, this is so obvious. They're going to get it on the first try. And then y'all are just like, I don't get it. There's just buttons on a door. What do, what do, you push the buttons and it hurts. What do we do? <laughs> well, the one uh, where we were stuck in the the little room, we had the knife, the bucket, and the little statue. Yeah, which was that part was of the illusion. Like... Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was, was that room. It was set up to yeah. to make you guys think it was a puzzle, so that it would draw y'all into the room all together and then once you were in the room like the trap would go off or like the walls would disappear so that y'all would get ambushed but i i set that specifically there because i wanted to see what y'all would do if i just put a table in front of you with three items it had no solution there was no riddle to it it was just a table with three things in it and then you guys were like all right i take the bucket or there's a bucket and a statue and a knife what if we put blood on the statue and then y'all did it and i'm like nothing you like cut your hand someone took a little bit of damage and nothing happened and then yeah, you're like well there's a bucket maybe we need a bucket's worth of blood and so y'all start like stabbing each other to get more blood oh man oh so, such a stupid series of events I fucking love it especially when you relive them holy shit yeah, like, yeah. you look back right from the outside point of view you're like that's so dumb but yeah, like, <laughs> i was just enjoying it because y'all were y'all were like sitting there slicing your hands each of you taking like just a little bit of damage and i was like hmm, they don't even know they're about to get just fucking shrecked by the ambush waiting for them like 10 feet away and they're over here cutting their hands open <laughs> and god damn it shrecking dice tell a story they really do holy because... shit brandon had the worst oh my rolls. god <laughs> you have I was consistently like... had the worst rolls lately when, when it's like the most necessary <laughs> that i have good rolls yeah. the dice are like nah the story will be better if you don't yeah that fight of the big room is like we went in and jeremy <laughs> described the bad character like the main guy bad character and immediately I knew who it was. And so, like, immediately I had, like, this set of actions in my head. And then my fucking initiative role had no bearing of my initiative plan. Yeah. Because it was like... Because you went last or right. some shit. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, it was like, okay, so I can do this, 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 and this. And then it was like, I rolled... And got like a three, which puts me last, which puts me well after the fucking bad guy. Mm -hmm. And, and after so most by of the your time allies, I was actually able to get up there. I couldn't do shit, and I had taken a dog shit ton of damage. Yeah, it's like God, fuck. You were never meant to get to him, Brandon. It was all part of my ploy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jeremy put it. Jeremy put his initiative right above mine so that he would get away. I did. I didn't actually. <laughs> I, I even if you had gotten, uh, like even if you had gotten enough initiative, you would have been able to maybe sprint up to him, 
Um, and then you probably would have died. So, you know, it worked out. <laughs> oh, no. So my plan on that. So for the listeners, the whole none of them that there are. Um, we come into this big ass room and there's a like scaffold 20 foot off the ground all the way around. So I was going to and there was a door behind the main bad guy. Well, I was like. Before turn order started, I sprinted like halfway into the room. And then on my next turn, I was going to run as far as I could, use a spell to basically teleport up behind the bad guy and kick him off. That was my plan was to kick him off of the scaffold. And then he would have been down in the pit with all of us and we would have fucked him up. I... I... That would have been it really like, good. That would have been great, yeah. honestly. Yeah, um, that that would that was like the initiative plan I, I had I in my head. I knew what your plan was. As soon as you started running at yeah. him, I was like, yeah. he's probably going to try and grab him and throw him down. Well, it also yeah. it also really worked in that moment because that character was based off of Brandon's backstory. So, like Brandon was saying, yeah. is he knew exactly who it was, and as because soon of as his backstory, said the eye color. Yeah, I and, knew who it was, and so. For his backstory, he's like, fuck this, I'm going right after this guy because it's the man that killed his father. And so he's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go murder this guy. But everyone else was just like, are we fighting now? What's going on? Yeah. What's happening? And then you start sprinting off and they're just like, well, I guess we'll follow him. And they, they just kind of oh, yeah. start going after you. But but like, it makes sense roleplay-wise of I had to make those actions. Like, that had to be what my character did, because I'm a Oath of Vengeance paladin. My Oath of Vengeance is against the man who killed my father. So, as soon as I recognized it was him, I had to take those actions. I couldn't choose to take a different action. I you had used, to do that. You used so many resources, though. Yeah, but it makes sense, right? <laughs> but it made sense, because I was going after that. like. I don't know. It makes sense. Yeah. This is funny. It was funny to watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's moments like those that are just great when when uh someone like buys into it, you know? Like they they uh they fully buy into the role play of what their what their character would do. Because then they start making choices that don't make any goddamn sense, uh, like, gameplay-wise. They don't make sense tactically-wise. Yeah, but, but it just makes it so much cooler, because then you, like, it all starts playing out, and you realize, you're like, oh shit, I'm fucked, we're in a bad location, I'll have all my spells, everything's going bad! And then, you yeah. know, all the team either comes together or save one another, or in y'all situation, you just abandon somebody and leave. Yeah, but he's, he's, he's the one that was most able to get out of shit. Cause like he's high got got high decks and shit like that, whereas the rest gotcha. of us were fucking like we're tanks except Gabe. Well, well, but exactly, y'all only... were the tanks and you left your DPS behind. The only and I, the only thing I do have that's really high is my decks. I think yeah. that's about that's about it. Guys, some uh, juicy perks or something. Man, I feel like spicy. I'm on a pretty level, even like playing field though. Like I, I didn't die in that room. Yeah. yeah. No, like, like I said, he was able to get out of most of the shit they threw at him. If I was dumber, I wouldn't have been able to. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But like I knew, like I knew, Nick would be able to get out of that. But it's also playing into I 
Like I fully stepped into character for that fight. Yeah. Oh, well, I have to do this. I have to take these actions because it makes sense character wise. I know it made no sense to y'all fucking like gameplay wise. It's like, why the fuck is he just sprinting forward <laughs> by himself into this group of massive people? It's like, I wasn't playing tactically. I was playing to my character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was also nervous when I was just when I was making that encounter because I designed it specifically to counter you guys because I mm-hmm. I put a bunch of uh I put a bunch of range guys up there a, a lot of range because y'all don't have any range except for Nick and mm-hmm. um and so he and I gave him magic missiles only two each but there were six of them so that's you know. 12 magic missiles times three yeah. for 36 missiles that can hit. That's a yeah. lot of damage. No, Be- no, not 36 missiles that can hit. Will 36 hit. missiles that just hit. Yeah, for a minimum of two mean. damage each. So that's a... <laughs> no, they... Magic missiles just hit. You don't get they a save, you don't hit. get a dodge. What? They just hit. Yeah, oh. which... Th- it's People always make fun of magic missile because they only do 1d4 plus 1 damage each. But that's a guaranteed 6 damage... But guaranteed, there are are specific, uh, like class abilities in that game to counter magic missile. I learned that one day is like there is a specific like immunity to magic missile. Like a magic missile cannot target you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's great, and and I was worried when I was just designing that because I was like, okay, I know Brandon, I know he's gonna go after this dude. And I know that he won't be able to get him because I'm gonna make sure he can't. And <laughs> and then he's gonna yeah, get just swamped. Yeah, he's gonna get swamped by all these other dudes. And so I was expecting, like in my mind, I was like, okay, here's they're probably gonna do is they're gonna try to like get a couple of people up onto the up onto the rafters to you know engage all the range people in melee so that then Nick can help from the back with all of his ranged attacks and then they'll just try to take him out one by one but instead y'all all just left all the range dudes behind and, <laughs> and, then, and then went all the way through the back exit and then were ambushed outside of the the area because you'd left everyone alive so <laughs> oh no D&D's great. I love it. It's, it's a great so time. funny how it worked out. Yeah. yeah. One of those that it it yeah. couldn't have gone better. But like I, I mean, said, yeah. was... we all survived. Yeah, yeah true. Like just... I said, definitely for me, it was just one of those I had to play it that way. Yeah. I had no option. Because it made too much sense character-wise of this is the man I'm after. Yeah, so you're yeah. like, I got to commit... And and with that, boys, we are past our time. Oh, shit. So we're going to call it there for the night. Um, As always, you can listen to us anywhere you find your podcasts. That's Spotify, YouTube, RSS, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Uh, Fuck Apple Podcasts. Yeah, fuck Apple Podcasts. Gotta say it every time until they want to bribe us or something. Um, (laughs) And do you guys have anything you all want to add? Anything you want to wrap up apologize yeah, for twitter oh yeah check that's right twitter pointless po- at pointless pods yeah you... hit us up with some topic ideas y'all want to hear discussed 
and occasionally we'll, uh, watch it or check it. Yeah. Yeah. Just whenever we think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, but with that, I hope everybody has a good week. Um, and we'll see y'all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.